Hello, hello everybody. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day. I was having a little bit of technical difficulties there, a little Instagram glitch, but I am here and you are here and we are going to have a fantastic happy hour today. I'm really excited about my guest today. Her name is Lynn Woodward and she is an automotive journalist. She's an all around car girl. She is in love with everything that has wheels and a motor, uh, and she's uh, an off-roader, she's an overlander er if that's how you say that, I'm not really sure, but um, I love that MMM Motorsports said he's watching from the car wash, that's awesome, cheers. <laughs> Hi, dear new, how are you? And um, I'm really excited to have Lynn join us. She's a really incredible woman, if you're not already familiar with her. You're definitely gonna wanna check her out after this is over. I'm excited to learn more about her story and uh, share that with you guys as well. She raised her hand to join, so now we just wait for the connection and hopefully, if we don't have any technical glitches. Um, there she is! <laughs> Hi! I'm so close to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Hi. seriously. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing really great. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, girl. It has been one of those days. I tell you what. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, hasn't it been one of those years, kind of? It has, man. It's been a roller coaster. I don't know about you, but I feel like people are always asking me how I'm doing. I'm like, it really depends on what minute you ask me. Because like one minute, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. And then the next minute, I am not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's one of those... It's one of those years where you just kind of, uh, I don't know, you kind of hold, you, you grip on and you hold on tight and you're just like, okay, I'm along for the ride. I don't yeah. know what this is going to be, but this is going to be interesting and why not? Okay, here we yep, go. Yep, pretty much. It, 2020 is the year of the rodeo. Just stay on the ride as long as you can. That's <laughs> totally, totally. Well, you look amazing and beautiful well, as always. Thank you, you. You look completely unscathed. Like there's nothing, nothing is amiss. So there you are. I, I got home from work and I showered to wash off all the grease. So there you, there you go. And of course my cat is making the requisite appearance because he always likes to come and say hello. I have a kitty too. She I just, know you do. She just is... ran off that way, but maybe at some point she'll come in and we'll uh, we'll have a little a little cat FaceTime. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. A handsome man likes to interrupt all of my interviews Aww. as much as possible. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. So let's tell everybody who's watching um, who you are. What do you do? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure thing. So I am an automotive journalist. I write about cars and um, I work for Kelly Blue Book. Um, I think most people just think of them as the company that will tell them how much their, you know, 1987 Toyota Corolla is worth. But yeah. we, do so much, we do so much more than that. Um, we have an entire editorial department that reviews new sheet metal. And um, so that's what I do, but I do it on the video side. So I will be one of the faces, it's mine and Mike Amusio, that you see on our YouTube channel videos reviewing new cars. And so I think that is like the coolest job ever. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I got, I got into this business probably only about five, four or five years ago um, with no aspirations to be an on-camera person at all. Interesting. And, and I thought, I'm just, I'm a writer. That's what I want to do. That's what I love. You know, I love cars and I love writing about cars. 
And um, it just so happened that this position opened up at KBB. And, um, you know, it's sort of this, I was an actor when I was a kid. Really? So, you know, I would do like commercials and stuff like that. Like, hey, this, like, chapstick's amazing. You know, <laughs> when you're little and you just, you're like, okay, well, sure, that's fine. But I hadn't done it in so long. And it was just such a foreign, weird experience. And I thought, okay, well, hopefully I can do this. And honestly, it's just been this unbelievable gift. I mean, I could not have been, I, I'm, I feel so fortunate. Um, the team that I work with is absolutely incredible. They're super supportive. Um, the guy that I, who co, who co-hosts all the videos with me, Mike Amusio, he's been doing it for like 10 years. This guy knows, I mean, everything about, about it and so supportive so encouraging and it's just been it's I've been there for two years and it's been this is the best job I've ever had I mean it's That's so good to hear <laughs> yeah it's it's just it's been it's been awesome um nice. you guys always look like you're having a blast like every photo shoot like everybody because you're always doing these great behind the scenes shots which I really appreciate and like kind of showing what's going on with the photo shoot with the crew with everybody and uh um, and everybody always looks like they're having a blast. Well, the truth is we are. I mean, to me, <laughs> I think I've always thought cars were fun and amazing and they are. And I always feel like, okay, I, I want to show that, that enthusiasm that I have for cars. Listen, even if it's a, you know, a Yaris or a Sentra, like there's still yeah. amazing things about some of these cars now that are, that are pretty remarkable. And my, I just hope that my joy for them, like, absolutely just comes through. And, uh, you know, I, hopefully it's infectious and you can sort of spark somebody else to, uh, to be ex as excited about cars as we are. I, I love it. I, you know, it's interesting that you say you never had aspirations of being in front of the camera necessarily, but like, you are such a natural at it. And it, so it makes sense that you had some acting background in, in your childhood, but I love that. Like, I love that. I love how you found this way to be so authentic in yourself and your goofiness and silliness and just genuineness and how you approach your work. Um, and I think that's a really awesome thing. Well, I also think that life is way too short to take it or yourself too seriously. You know, I think we all we all have so much, I mean, listen, this is difficult, right? I mean, yeah. we're all, we all struggle. We all have things that we're trying to, uh, to get through. And, and, uh, so yeah, I think as much joy as I can bring to it is, is good. And listen, buying a car is a really intimidating process huh. to a lot of people. And uh, listen, it's intimidating for me when I think about, Oh, well, what would I buy? I think, well, I'd, I want the front end of that and I want the rear end of that. <laughs> and I want the interior of that and I want the I want the powertrain of that. And so I think for somebody who maybe does not have the experience is like it's overwhelming and then you're spending a ton so of money. money. So, you know, it's hopefully this is also as well as, you know, as well as providing a, a service to people and really helping people that it's that we kind of entertain them at the same time. That's, that's very cool. I like that approach. And you're right. It is like cars. Cars are for most people, the second most expensive thing they will ever buy. And they yeah. want them to last a long time and they're putting a lot of money into it. And it's a scary decision and it's just an overwhelming, yeah. intimidating thing. Yeah. yeah. 
So, you know, so that's, that's kind of what I've been doing for the last two years, which has been incredible and amazing. And before that, um, I was a, I was a freelance writer. And so I got to work for some really incredible um, publications. I've had my work in, um, in automobile magazine. I've had it in, um, in Haggerty classic cars, um, in truck trend magazine. And it's just, it's, the drive and motor one and just so many places that I feel, you know, just really fortunate to have, uh, to have landed in some of those, some of those great pubs. It's, it's pretty, it's, it was pretty cool. What, um, what do you feel like has been the secret to your success in getting into all of those big places and landing this awesome KBB job? And you know what, it's been a lot of hard work for me. Um, I won't, I won't lie. Um, most of the people who I know who are in this business have been doing it a long time. And listen, anybody out there in the audience right now who likes cars, who knows cars, knows there's so much information. And, you know, it's not like, oh, you just need to know the cars that are out right now. It's like, oh, no, there's like five generations of that car, just of that car. Right. And, and you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> ah, like how, you know, how do I know how this has changed over the years? And what place in history does this does this car hold? And how important is it to the evolution of the rest of the brand or how other manufacturers have made choices? And. So the learning curve has been ridiculously steep for me. Um, and ever growing, right? Because there's always, like, it's always changing. Always. And then, I mean, you go back, I mean, this is an industry that goes back well over a hundred years and you're just like, <laughs> and, I, and I, you know, as some of my friends in this business, I just think, oh, you are encyclopedic and it's absolutely incredible. I feel like I, you know, they'll forget more in a day than I will ever know in my entire life. And so I try really hard to just sort of absorb from as many people as I can and go to car shows and listen to people talk about stuff. But, you know, it's just, it's been a lot of hard work. And, um, you know, like I said, I came to this a little, a little older and a little, this is like a third career for me, basically, <laughs> maybe let's call it a second career. Um, but it, uh, it's something that I really love to do. And it, it's, an, it's a topic that really interests me. And the marvelous thing about it is I feel like I'm still learning stuff, but it's not boring. Like, and that, that has to be the worst thing is just to be like, oh, oh, I'm just, I have to go to work today. Right. You know, and, and I think that's really, I think that is really a challenge to try and, and, you know, find something that keeps you engaged and keeps you learning about things. And, um, and this absolutely does that for me. Yeah, I think you're right. It's, it's the most challenging part of the automotive industry. And the most awesome part of the automotive industry is that things are constantly changing. And there's always something to learn. And it's virtually impossible to know everything. Like even those encyclopedia folks who I'm like, oh. I bow down to, I don't have yeah. that kind of brain. Like, I don't remember stuff like that. Like, I can tell you how stuff works, but don't ask me what year some model came out or what the taillights looked like. I'm like, you know, I don't know. I, have a, I literally have a friend, Derek Powell. You may know him, you may not, I don't know. This guy can look at the taillights and go, oh, that's a 75. Right? 
And I'm like, well, how do you know that? And he's like, well, it's just that that's the thing and the shape. And, the, and I'm like, okay, Rain Man, I, I don't know. Okay, that's great. I know. I love it. I had a, a parts guy at one of my first <laughs> dealerships that I worked at. And he was, he just had that Rain Man, like, brain <laughs> for numbers that I would go up to the parts counter and be like, I need this little clip. It's the one that goes in this spot. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's a 52753472. It's in the... <laughs> Second aisle, bin four. And I'm like, how do you, what? <laughs> you know, parts numbers. I mean, that's next level. That's right. Next level stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's insanity. I love that my cat has like settled in back here just like to enjoy the show. Like for the night. <laughs> my cat is wandering somewhere not near, not, not near me, but maybe <laughs> she'll, uh, maybe she'll make an appearance. She's awfully cute. That's awesome. I love it. I've seen pictures of her. She seems adorable. My other cat is off hiding because she's a little bit more afraid of everything, but, <laughs> but that that's noise? okay. What's that noise coming out of that box? I know for real, for real. Well, I've got him purring behind my ear like Aww, crazy, but <laughs> he's so sweet. Well, so go, go ahead. Were you I almost want to ask how you've been, because I don't know if, if, people know this but you were literally the first woman that I interviewed when I first started out in this business I pitched a story to Motor One about women mechanics in this country and why, in the day. why there weren't more women mechanics and you were one of the first you were the first woman you know that I spoke to in this business and were so inspiring um, to me with that, with that article and that, um, and all of that great information. And so how have you been? What have you been doing? I've been trying to stay sane. Thank you, by the way. I really appreciate that. And I appreciate you doing that article and, and pushing that. I don't want to call it agenda, but like pushing that issue and that topic, because it's, it's not often talked about, right? Um, <clears throat> but I'm doing all right. I've, I've had a, one of those days and I actually want to want to kind of ask you about this because I'm sure like you get this a lot putting your work out there on the regular mm -hmm. um I'm, I'm you know there's days where people's comments and uh the the crap that's said online like just rolls off my back like nobody's business right like whatever it's all good not my problem and then there's days when it just like nestles under the skin and it's like I'm gonna sit here and bother you all day long yeah. And I'm wondering, like, what's your experience with that been and how, how have you handled it? When I first, oh, well, it's a, it's a loaded question because <laughs> right? there's so many, there are like, there's so many parts of it. When I first started doing video for Kelly Blue Book, I made the mistake of reading the comments and the comments were all, what's wrong with your hair? And why are you wearing mom jeans and what you know like oh what are you gosh. wearing and who is this chick and where's micah and and so you know and i thought okay i'm new like that's fine like people just don't know who i am and uh it really hurt my feelings you know i was like oh you try and do this like right. this ain't easy people like <laughs> right like the defenses come up right like you know <laughs> Let's see, let's see what you got. Let's see your hair right now at work <laughs> when you have your outside and there's like wind blowing and right. you're trying to talk about like, you know, the rear spoiler or whatever. And you're just like, what? So it's, you know, it, it, 
it definitely was, um, it definitely was tough at first, but you know what? I just stopped reading them because I never wanted anything or anybody's, um, I never wanted anyone's comments to influence who I am as a person, as a reviewer. You know, I may not have the deepest wrenching knowledge of anybody out there. Oh, you just froze on us. Uh-oh. Yeah, I reached my time limit on Instagram for the day. So I, I set time limits for myself on these. That's things, so, so smart. Them. Yeah, clearly I've, I've, uh, I've, I've exceeded that today. But now we're set for the day, <laughs> so we're fine. Well, that's um, awesome because that fits right in with what we're talking about. Set time limits on your social media. Yes, yes. <laughs> So, you know, so I just thought, and, and, you know, again, Micah was really supportive and he's like, oh, someone just said the forerunner review rocked. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. You've or, been getting or, a ton of love Alexa. in the comments. I don't know, but I, you know, I love being creative. I, I like to think that I'm sort of funny. Um, I used to write, you know, com you know, comedy television. And so really? everything that I do is kind of, you know, that's just who I am. I'm goofy and I'm silly and I like I like that about me. And I never wanted anyone, I never wanted what anyone had to say to change that. And um, I thought it was great advice that I got from Micah. And ever since then, I just really don't look at it. I will listen to my bosses if they're like, hey, we would really like you to be able to, uh, you know, do this maybe a little bit more or get more into the whatever. But, you know, everyone has been really, like I said, really supportive and great. and. Our audience is not really a wrenching audience. They are, they are people, they're consumers, and they really just want to know, what's the infotainment system like? What right. are the seats like? Because I'm, I'm not going to be under the hood fixing this, so how, right. how am I going to be interacting with this on a, on a regular basis? And so for me, that's kind of the tack that I take when I do my reviews. They're not a deep dive into all the torque numbers and what that means. Because <laughs> Frankly, the people who are doing research through Kelly Blue Book, probably, they, they may not even know what torque is. So, right. and that's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Very cool. And yeah, I know I, I totally will, avoided answering I your question. This. Yeah, no, I, I will say this. Like, I, I, I encourage and hope that there are more women out there who think, hey, I like cars. I, you know, I'm interested in that. And just tr and just try and like get into this business because it's we need more women in this business. A lot of women buy cars, people, you know, and a lot of women yeah. influence what <laughs> men buy. So we're we are an important element in this in this industry. Yes, amen. And and the industry has a bad reputation, and I think part of that bad reputation is, I mean, it comes from a lot of things, but it's definitely not helped by the fact that it is so homogeneously male. There's I, a lot of, yeah. a lot of dudes, but you know what I will say in, you know, in their defense, there are a lot of men who are unbelievably supportive of, oh, absolutely. of us being here. And yes. that is just the, the, the best. And, yes. you know, and so those, those are the guys that I'm just like, yeah, let's you know, talk to me about this car. Tell me about this thing. And so there are so many people that are just, yeah. that are, that are champions of, yeah, let's bring more women in here. Totally. Yeah. And that's a testament. Find your allies. If you are a woman out there, who's like wanting to get into this, find your allies, find the people who are supporting you. Cause yeah, there's going to be the people who are not supportive, yeah. Yeah. but 
Yes, <laughs> there are I a lot of wonderful this, men. I was having this amazing um, conversation with Lynn St. James. At I Bear love her. Kids. Oh, God. First <laughs> of all, she spells her name like I do with one N, which is such an unusual spelling. Yes. And when I was like 11 or 12, I was like, who is this person who spells their name like me? And then to <laughs> actually meet her, you know, so many years later, it was just absolutely extraordinary. Yeah. And she said to me, she said, you know, when I started racing, I just, I ran into so much misogyny and so much like, why are you here? And what are you doing here? And eventually she was just like, I just left. I moved from that team and I aligned myself with people who, who believed in me. Yeah. And I think that's such a good lesson because I think there are so many times when even just in regular life, we kind of, well, you know, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll hang out with these people or these friends or whatever, but even though they're, they're not super supportive or they're maybe a little bit toxic and you're just like, why? There's, you are a beautiful person as you are, go find somebody who is going to appreciate that because there you have a tribe out there. I guarantee it. Yeah. Oh, you know? abs absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We tend to, to get stuck. You're absolutely right. I think there's this like, idea that we have to struggle through it yeah and and you know obviously there's life is not a cakewalk right it's not going to be 100 percent easy all the time but at the same time every day shouldn't be a toxic struggle <laughs> and no. and there no. is a whole world out there and there are people who are supportive and there are shops and companies and businesses and teams and people that are going to be a better fit than maybe the one that you're in if it's if it's Absolutely. not a healthy one Absolutely. And I think there's a that you know, I think a lot of it is how we feel about ourselves and how what we think we deserve, you know, am I good enough for somebody that you know, for to surround myself with people who, who are, are supportive and who are helpful. And I mean, usually the answer to that is yeah. Cheers to that. Amen. Yeah, <laughs> Speaking of which, what are you drinking? What's the drink du jour? This is, so this is one of those, um, those Pellegrino limonadas. It's like 150 degrees in Los Angeles today. Is and it so really? I'm, I went, it's so hot. It's ridiculous. It's like 106 at my house right now. So this is a limonada that's cut with a little, just regular Pellegrino and okay. a lemon. And I thought, oh, refreshing. That sounds so good. Yes. So yeah, a, nice. little, uh, a little clink. How about you? What do you got over there? Whiskey. Today was a whiskey day. All right. For sure. <laughs> go, do you just go neat or do you go rocks or a little water? It depends. Water? It depends on the whiskey. Something, okay. most, if it's a good whiskey, I go neat. Okay. If if it's got too much heat to it, I like a rock. I always when I'm at restaurants, I always call it a cheap boyfriend rock. Like <laughs> just just a little bit of ice. Like just a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Not too that's much. Awesome. Someone just I, I just saw a question. Someone just asked if I take my vintage dots into Bob's Big Boy, which is in Burbank. Every okay. Friday night every Friday night there's a um there's a, a car show at the Burbank Bob's Big Boy. And the answer to that question is yes, I do. Uh, it's been a while, obviously, um, but I do take it there. I nice. actually, grew, I grew up in Burbank um, for, part, for part of the time. And we used to go there after football games. Um, there was no car shows back then though, sadly. <laughs> but, uh, but yes, I do take the, I do take the nice. dots. Awesome. Now you have, 
you have a couple of cards yourself, right? You've got the Datsun, and what else do you have? So I, the, uh, for those who don't know, I have a 1966 um, Datsun Roadster 1600. It's so cute. I love that car. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, man, that's a Datsun? What? Right? Like, when I first saw it, and oddly enough, the first time I ever saw a Datsun Roadster was at the Bob's Big Boy. Like, oh, how funny. A decade ago, it was this red one, and it was absolutely fantastic. And I just was blown away that it was a Datsun. My first car was a 1977 V210, which was not a cute car. And <laughs> pretty much a hunk of garbage. My, I think my friend Antoinette is watching right now, and she will tell you it was, but it got us around, and that's all that yeah. mattered. So I own the 66, I own the 66 Datsun. And I actually am so excited because I just had a five-speed transmission put in it. Ooh. Um, yeah, which is fantastic. So now I can actually drive it on the freeway and it will go <laughs> highway speeds. Um, and it's, it doesn't feel super, it, I don't feel super dangerous. There's Antoinette, the orange bomb. That's right. That's um, awesome. And, and then I also own a, a 1987 short wheelbase Mitsubishi Montero. Okay. So it's first gen Montero. Uh, it's a little blue box and those I, were solid man they were oh, hard man. to kill <clears throat> i love that thing it's a, it's a total mountain goat uh it's slow as can be um <laughs> but you're not really using it for speed uh it's a yeah. four it's a four speed uh automatic trans um but it's a you know it's a 2.6 liter four cylinder engine so it's got i mean it's got some guts and um I just love, I love old boxy cars, like trucks from the 80s. Um, yes. You know, like a two-door G-Wagon would be amazing. <laughs> or like, but, you know, who has that kind of money? I don't. This is a poor man's version of that, and I'm perfectly right. happy with it. Totally. So, yeah. And so those are, those are my two vintage cars. My daily driver is a, is a, a, a 2013 Jetta sport wagon. Which nothing, I love. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, listen, it's like, yeah, I, I love that car. I'm a big I fan think... of wagons. Like, they're way more popular in Europe than they are here. And I think that's so sad because, like, here they have this, the stereotype or the stigma of, like, being a, a mom wagon or a family wagon. Like, yeah, in Europe, they're sporty. Like, it's considered a cool thing to have a wagon. I like wagons. There's <laughs> So great. They're the, to me, they're the best of both worlds because yes. they've got the utility that you want because you've got mm -hmm. all that space in the back. But then you're, you've, you've also got the kind of the performance and the drivability element to it as well. You're not riding so high up. You're yep. not, you don't have this sort of weird, like unbalanced, like body roll happening. And, you know, you get, you get one that's a little bit on the sporty side and man, they're so fun. They are yeah. fun. I've, I've got a five series BMW wagon that is um, rotting away in my BMW graveyard that okay. I have. Um, <laughs> I do. I have a BMW graveyard. It's horrible. I'm working on reducing the number of them. And that's like hopefully going to be the next one on my list to work on because I love them. I think they're such great cars. Yes. It's going to be fun. But. Yeah. <laughs> no. Wagons, wagons, wagons. Go buy wagons, everybody. Yes. So they bring more here. We need yes. them. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Good All wagon. right. So you have worked on, not worked on, driven, reviewed, raced, all of the things. Like, yes. the whole gamut of vehicles. You've 
you've been driving supercars and off-road and overland cars and regular economy vehicles like you've done the whole gamut what is um what's been your favorite to date vehicle that you've gotten to review or play with do you have one that stands out holy moly that's a big that's a big uh, i know right that's broad um <laughs> i definitely i mean there are definitely are things that i enjoy that, that things that i've really enjoyed driving um uh, you know, oh gosh, recently, you have to think of recently because right. it's been so long. Um, but the new, the new Porsche 911 is absolutely <laughs> just phenomenal. I mean, All right. the crazy thing about that car is nobody, I mean, maybe one or two people that I know, and that's because they're professional race car drivers, are actually going to like squeeze everything out of that car right that, that, he, that you can squeeze out of that car and that's what's so remarkable about it to me is is as much as you think like oh i'm a good driver like i can totally do this and you're <laughs> like and it's just like yeah whatever like bring it more 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 and you can put i mean you can literally just give it as much as you can and it still has it still has room to grow um, nice but you know, I really, I feel that way about Porsches in general. I just feel like dynamically, they're so, so well sorted and so well put together that it makes even a, a mediocre driver look good, you know? Nice. Um, so that was, that. that's always a really, a, a special seat to get into. Um, trying to think of an opera. I, I did just have a chance to drive the, uh, the all new Defender and um, was very pleasantly surprised at the capability of that vehicle. Um, it's changed a lot. Obviously, it's unibody now. It's not body on frame. It's, you know, there definitely are things that the purists will say like, oh, no, blah, you know, it's not right. a real thing. But the, the problem with that is it is a real thing, you know. It can, <laughs> I mean, Whether you like it or not, here it Whether is. Whether you want it to be or not. It's, re it's a real thing. It does what it's supposed to do and then some. And so to me, it's, I mean, it's just, it, they did a really good job. Um, the interior is fantastic. Nice. It's minimalist, but you don't forget you're in a luxury car. Um, I think the out, I think the exterior is great. You know, I'm not super crazy about the front end. It's very, it's, it's, it's very much in line with the rest of the family of, you know, of, of Land Rovers, but mm -hmm. I prefer, I prefer the boxiness of what the Bronco just came out with. I mean, that's a car I cannot, I absolutely cannot wait to get into. Me um, neither. I didn't think I was going to be excited about it. Somebody actually just asked about it. They say, what say you well, on the new Bronco? Yeah. Bronco, listen, the Broncos just, the Broncos just come out and just like punched everybody in the kidneys, right? I mean, it's just like, totally. okay, stop, yeah. watch this. You know, and I love the old Broncos and I did not expect to like the new Bronco, but it, when, when I saw it, I was like, okay, I, yeah. I would not kick that out of my garage. <laughs> Especially that two door, man. I, I would, it's so cute. Be still my I mean, beating it's, heart. It's not cute. It's like totally studly. Right. right. That's what we meant. Cause that's, yeah. you know, so I'm, I'm really interested to see what, what that, what that does, but you know, I've driven, I just got to drive the Ferrari um, F8 Tributo. That's a fabulous car. Um, I mean, again, just 
incredible power, so beautiful. The handling is ridiculous. And it's just, you know, so I, huh, how do I, how do you pick your favorites? It's like such a Sophie's oh. Choice moment. Like, I, oh my God, I love that I, reference. I can't. <laughs> I love I you for can't. that. Um, but you know, what's the first, I'm trying to think of the first car launch that I went on was for the Golf E, which was crazy. It was, you know, again, a really fun driver, like really enjoyable up in the hills you get that instant torque from the from those motors and you're just mm -hmm. like zoom it's like so great i have not driven the aventador bruce whatever i can't i don't know what your last name is but yeah <laughs> i have not driven the i've not driven the aventador so tell lamborghini that you want me to and i will right do that Yes, this is yeah. the woman right here to have. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've driven the Oricon, but I've not driven the Aventador. So there okay. you go. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, la, 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 la. there are also, all of you know, them. There are places too where you where you're able to drive, and you know, we're very fortunate because they have these ridiculous programs that are kind of are, are all over the place. And I, I, one of my favorite. Um, experiences was driving at the Aston Martin Vantage in Portugal um, at the uh, you know at the track in Portimao and and that was that was extraordinary to me the pitches on that track are just the the, the, the elevation changes and the the it's just absolutely amazing um, it was such an incredible experience and it was pouring with rain and it was just like oh gosh like how am I going to do this on this track and you know you're you're sort of trying to keep your wits about you and trying to really focus on the driving but the car was just was was so was so nicely put together that um that there was really you know it felt so confident in, awesome. in those conditions so uh so yeah it's hard to pick just one, dude. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I know. But we've got so many great stories out of you just asking that question. So there oh, you go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We got all of the above. All right. I want to I wanna switch gears a little bit because another thing that you do is a lot of off-roading and rebel rallying and yes. other such fun adventuring over... I tried to say it in the introduction. I'm like, she's an overlander. -er. She does overlandering. Yes. <laughs> I love, you know, one of my huge passions is just being outside. You know, I think that being out in nature is one of the most important things that we can do. And I do spend as much time as humanly possible in Southern Utah, um, mostly in Moab. And um, I have, you know, I have some, a, a group of friends that we kind of love to sort of go out and, and take our, take our weird overland vehicles there's nothing fancy it's nothing you know i think we've got a there's a, a first gen montero or sorry a second second gen montero that we drive and we're building i'm building with a couple of other friends of mine a a 2002 suzuki xl7 it's not sexy people but it's gonna do the job nice and uh, so we're building <laughs> we're building another overland vehicle with that and it's just you know being able to get out in uh, to, to get out in nature is so fantastic and yeah, there's an event that came along. Um, it will be five years ago next week called the Rebel Rally, and uh, Emily Miller, who is a who is a a, a renowned off-road racer in her own right, um, who uh, you know who trained and studied with Rod Hall, and just is I mean an absolute superstar 
really wanted to put together something that could be could happen here you know there's the gazelle rally that's in morocco but yeah i think really wanted to make something that was attainable and doable here in in uh, north america and so she put together this this off-road rally it's map and compass navigation only they take away any gps uh device they take that away for the the seven days that we're competing uh which it's is so time. hardcore it Listen, is so hardcore it is such a long time to be out of, um, to be off the grid, you know, and it's, it's unbelievably uncomfortable by day three. You're just like, where's my normal life? Like, where is it? And what happened? And you're kind of in this new normal, but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, this will be the, I'm, it's actually, like I said, I'm leaving next week to go and do it. Um, so I exciting. have this incredible teammate. Um, her name is Sedona Blinson and she's, uh, She's a preschool teacher in Arizona, right? I mean, oh, that's awesome. Like, right. I mean, and this is the beauty of this event is like, you don't have to be a pro to do it. You can be, and there are definitely are pros who enter this competition. Um, but it's really, it's, it's for, it's only for women, um, which is, which is actually marvelous because I think there are so many times when, you know, if men are involved, women are just instantly intimidated and are like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm out. It's fine. Um, but this is such an, a supportive environment and, uh, you know, all the women that I've met on this event are absolutely just like, yeah, okay, you need help. No problem. Like, yeah. I got you. like, and it's, it's, so it's really fantastic. And, um, so Sedona and I, um, make up team wild grace. Oh, Al FJ Anna is amazing. Her and Andrea, she's some awesome, awesome buddies that I have on the, on the rally. I love those guys. Mwah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so we're Team Wild Grace, and uh, we've actually been sponsored by Nissan. So this is the fifth year that Nissan um, is putting a vehicle into the rally. Nice. And they are the only OEM that have been in all five years. Oh, and interesting. To me, I think, and there are all kinds of them now, you know, I think Ford is putting in some Bronco Sports, and nice. uh, Ram has got a power wagon coming in and, you know, uh, let's see who else has done. Honda has participated in the past. That's awesome. Um, what is know, phenomenal success from like, from inception, yeah. from her coming up with this idea to like looking where it is now and seeing the sisterhood of Rebel Rally drivers and folks. And like, I, I, I've seen y'all out in the wild, like you see yeah. each other and you're like, oh my God, right? It's a sisterhood and connection. Are, yeah. Do you get paired up with your partner or do you pick no. your own partner? Yeah. So you, you pick your own partner. I mean, they definitely have, they have a, like the sort of, I don't want to call it like a, like a, like a dating app or whatever, where they do have <laughs> people who are, who are interested and who maybe don't know anyone else who is, and they will pair you up with other, you know, if you're a navigator and you're looking for a driver, they absolutely have ways to connect people um, to see if, if you're a good fit. So, yeah. So, I mean, you, you don't have to come in with, you know, with a partner. I think it helps to do that because you spend so much time with this other person and boy, you are just exposed. I mean, as far as your personality flaws and your quirks and your weirdness and your <laughs> knee-jerk reactions and your, your crappiness and your amazingness, right. you are exposed. And you, I, you know, self-awareness is really good to have. 
um, as is forgiveness and for yourself and for your teammate, you know, it's really, it's one of those things where you're just like, okay, I just screwed up and I'm really sorry. And <laughs> then you just kind of let it go and you move on. Um, because it's, like I said, it's seven days and you are in the car, I mean, we're in the car, you know, 10 to 12 hours a day. And then we all camp. And so you're with your, your buddy for mm -hmm. all night and it's a lot <laughs> yeah it's a lot you i know, can imagine super fortunate because sedona is i mean like just one of the best people i've ever met that's positive. awesome yeah positive smart uh funny she has a killer singing voice i mean you wouldn't know it this was a theater kid man she can sing a show tune like nobody else. <laughs> my, mom was on, my mom danced on Broadway for 15 years. So oh, I'm wow. like, show tune, show tune baby. Yeah, so that's so, awesome. Yeah, so, so we had, you know, it's, it's like, kind of like I said, you're in the car a long time. And so it's, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that will definitely test you. But um, man, it teaches you a ton about yourself. And I mean, isn't that what this is all about anyway? Absolutely. I mean, everything in life is a lesson if you're willing to look for it, right? If you're willing to pay attention. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Oh, Have look you... there she is. Ah, Yay. <laughs> Hi, Donut. <laughs> Have you been with a different person each time you've done the rebel? Um, so the first time I did it, um, I was with a different, uh, with a different teammate. Um, I actually was, um, I was commissioned by the drive to do the, um, to do the the rally and to do a video and to write about it nice. and yeah and so nicole and i had never met and um you know so we we had a chance to do that together but then the second time so this that was in 2017 and then in 2019 um uh sedona so sedona also has done it all five years she is That's a hundred awesome. percent rebel which is super studly and so her teammate leah um, who is also incredible. She's an amazing driver, a great navigator, just a killer. She was about to have her second baby. <laughs> oh, so, so you really can't do that. I mean, she, I think had just given birth and her daughter, Grace was maybe three months old. And so Sedona just reached out and she said, Hey, listen, I don't know if, if you'd be interested or even if Leah's not going to do this, but would you, would you want to team up? And knowing what I knew of her, of her team, of the people that she surrounded herself with, I just knew instantly that that was the situation I wanted to be in 100%. That's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. Do, do people generally do one or the other where they're either the navigator or the driver or do people generally do both? Yeah, well, I think it's really different. I mean, some teams definitely switch off and they do both. Uh, I think for us, we would be, we probably would end up in Kansas if I was the navigator. So it's, <laughs> it's just know your better. strengths, know your strengths. <laughs> Number, I trans, I transpose numbers all the time. And so for when you're, when you're actually like plotting longitude and latitude, like you really can't do that. You yeah. Know, we'd be in that. Why do we have to be in South America right now? I don't know. <laughs> Um, no, it sounded like so, a fun idea. <laughs> so for us, it's worked out that I've done all the driving and she and, and Sedona's done all the navigating. I do know that teams that teams switch off. And actually, before I joined Wild Grace, they had swapped they had swapped tasks as well. But it's interesting because as we downloaded last year after after we finished, she said, you know, it was 
kind of nice to just get into a groove and really just sort of, you know, kind of embrace the role of, okay, this is, I'm, I'm navigating and you get into that mindset. And we really did get into a zone um, together quite quickly. And we just kind of stayed, stayed there and kind of locked in last year. Um, and so that setup really just worked ideally for us. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you feel like each year is like you take away a different set of lessons or? A hundred percent. I mean, yes. You know, I think, I think once you understand the, the format of the event and once you understand how you have to be as a human being in that car with that other person, then you really have a, an opportunity to start building your skill as a driver, as a navigator, because you can kind of, you know that the personality stuff is gonna come up, right. but you just, then you know like, okay, Lynn just needs a snack. Like she is just, you know, <coughs> that's all that is. Excuse me. Get that, get that girl a little cheese and she's fine. <laughs> and, so once, and so once you kind of get to that point, and Emily Miller says it best, I think, she says, first you know, you have to know how to finish before you can figure out how to win. And I think it's so true because the, your first year, you're really just kind of figuring out what the freak is this? Like, this is crazy. And I just, I don't even know, like, I don't know what I'm, what I'm doing. And so you're kind of making these adjustments and, um, and trying to sort of figure out how you, how you behave in that situation. And so once you kind of know that, I think you can kind of move past it and you know your teammate and you know what their quirks are and then you really can get into the meat of now i'm competing and now i'm like oh okay like we you know we have some skill here and now let's see how we can use this skill and let's see how we can strategize and you know maybe we do this instead of this like we did last time and so yeah it definitely there's always something different to uh, to get out of it for sure and crossover, like, do you feel like there are lessons that you take with you oh outside my of Rebel? A thousand percent, you know, a thousand percent, uh, you, you know, things that the way that you react to things, and I think this is sort of true for everybody, is the way that we react to, uh, to stress, to joy, to all of those things. I mean, that all just really kind of comes out um, quite acutely in this pressure cooker situation which in which we are and you really can see like oh if you're in in a you know in a meeting or you have a deadline and someone is applying pressure to you uh you know you can still feel that same that that kind of same visceral reaction sort of starting and then you go oh oh okay well maybe maybe mm. i just need to kind of to to maybe pull the emotion out of it maybe get more mental about something and Really, it's very, I mean, it's, it's, if you're willing to look at it, yeah. it's an unbelievably informative week. <laughs> but you know, it's difficult too. And you have to, you have to, it's, it's always easier to see what your teammate is doing wrong and what mm -hmm. they're like, what they could be doing better. Um, it's even harder to take a look at yourself and say, how can I, how can I be contributing and how can I do something differently here? And I think to me that that really is one of the keys of being a satisfied and, and happy person in your life is how, okay, what can I change? I sure can't change the person that's sitting right seat at all. 
Right. So, so how can I make adjustments to accommodate this situation? And it's not a, oh, well, I'm just going to be this like mousy person over here. It's really just about how do I, how do I change and be kind of flexible mm -hmm. and trying to, and try and, and figure out how we make this work together. Yeah. So that, and that to me is like, well, if you can figure that out in a life right. lesson, like, holy cow, you're way ahead of the game. I, I still don't know how to do that, but, <laughs> but we're trying, right? I mean, and right. That's, and that's the beauty. Absolutely. And I think what you, what you said at the beginning, there was a really important lesson too. That's like, when you learn to recognize those moments, when those emotions come up, right? When like those little red flags, you're like, Ooh, I'm going to totally overreact here or have whatever yeah. reaction it is. And instead to be like, okay, I see this happening. I've been here before. Let me take a step back. And yes. that's my little red flag, right? Totally. Yep. We have yeah. safe words too. Like, so we'll have, you know, and they, it's funny because like other, other teams will be like, our safe word is pineapple. Like <laughs> our safe word is like whatever. And it's, so it's, it's really quite funny. And we all, you know, we all do joke about it. And, you know, at the end of the day, you've had this really long kind of grueling day, but at the end of the day, you just kind of come back together and everybody's been through something and you kind of talk about it, you laugh about it. Yeah. And there's one, so there's one person who, and she's going to be there again. Her name is Chris Vockler. And she just has this insane laugh. That's so marvelous. And it just, you can hear it across the, the base camp tent and it's just, Oh, there's something so absolutely marvelous. That's awesome. About yeah, it's great. I love it. I am like, I've been watching from the outside and I You have to do inclined. it, dude. Pull the trigger. I've never Pull driven off-road. Who cares? You don't need to have what you don't need to be like some you know, you know, listen, you don't have to be Bailey Campbell, dude. Like you can just <laughs> you have listen, if you you A, there are two classes. There's the crossover class and then there's the four by four class. You could drive a, you know, anything that has all wheel drive in it will 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 be able to do this thing okay. so the thing is is all you need is basic skill you know oh there's april just said it's just dirt it is it's just dirt you know <laughs> it's not this is this is not you know king of the hammers this is not anything like that it is challenging and i will not i will not fool anybody into thinking like oh you can just it's just like driving on a dirt road in your right. backyard it's not but you listen, I know that you, you know how to drive. And if you are just careful about picking lines and doing things that, you know, you'd never, ever drive above your skill. And you're, it's honestly, you should just, you just do it. That's one it. of these days, not this year. Cause it's too, it's coming up too close, but it's next week, it's next yeah. week. So how do you, you prepare? gotta, you gotta have, you gotta prepare. How, so how do you prepare for it? Um, you know, it's actually, it's easier for me now because I know what I'm getting into, but the right. preparation still is, um, it still is extensive. I mean, we, we got our truck probably about a month ago. We've taken it out already like two or three times. Oh, um, nice. I've taken it out to, uh, to the dunes in Glamis to get nice. a little, uh, to get a little practice. And we, uh, we did some off-roading in Big Bear. Um, cool. yeah, so we've, We've definitely had an opportunity to uh, to kind of get out there. So always being behind the wheel of the vehicle that you're driving is is very important. Um, 
but then there's just the packing. I mean, my, <coughs> you know, my, my brother was in the military and he's like, you look like you're getting ready for a deployment. And I'm like, I feel like I am on some level, but you know, you realize like, Oh, I packed way too much last time and I don't need, you know, I don't need all this stuff. And so, yeah. So, but you're, you're always, you're practicing your, your navigation, your, your, you're practicing your time, speed, distance, math and calculations. And so, you know, there's, there's always something to be done. It's, it's awesome. Um, so Jonah's husband is so, he's so great. Um, he sends me a text every couple of days. He's like, what did you do to prepare for the rebel today? And <laughs> it's marvelous because, you know, A, we try and get into good physical shape and because you need endurance and this is an endurance event. You need stamina. Um, you know, you try and eat well so that you can, your energy can stay up. And it's, it's just little things like that, that are, you know, that are just part of what you kind of wouldn't expect, but it's sort of always in the back of your mind. So yeah, but it's much easier for me now that, um, now that I kind of know what I'm getting into. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Very cool. I love it. And thank you for sharing so much about the rebel. Hopefully some other folks are inspired to, to do this too. Maybe if any ladies are out there and you want to do rebel with me next year, maybe, I don't know, yes. maybe I could be convinced. <laughs> Honestly, I think, you know, it's one of those things. It's just like, you know, if it's, it's always easy to, it's always easy to, to say no, you know, it's hard to, to, to say yes. Someone just asked, can I talk about the new Nissan tech yet? And um, do I have a minute just to kind of talk? Yeah, about it? So we have six driving. minutes before Instagram kicks us off. Okay, great, I'll be quick. So, uh, so Sedona and I are driving the 2020 uh, Frontier this year, which has the new V6 powertrain. Um, we definitely have uh, the, the extra power uh, for me has already been amazing. And, um, you know, I'm really, I am really excited on the dunes. It made a huge difference. And, and it's really great. But also, we're really fortunate because Nismo, uh, Nissan, uh, Nissan Motorsports is getting back into the aftermarket uh, off-road space. Oh, nice. And this is going to be the first truck that anything that any of their parts are on. Um, mm -hmm. We're the first we're the first people to be testing all this stuff. I can already tell you that this is the suspension that I've got on this truck is it I mean, it is absolutely outstanding. They've, uh, they've done it in conjunction with Bilstein. So I've got Bilstein shocks. Um, I have uh, on the rear leaf springs, I have reservoir, uh, I have reservoir shocks, which are just, I mean, that combination to me is just, it's so smooth. Um, it's so comfortable. Um, nice. We're running KO2s and you know how, I mean, I think a lot of uh, wheelers will know like on the road, they're not super comfortable, but the suspension is just already made all the difference. And okay. we've got a, a killer lighting package. Um, they've, they're worked with rigid industries and um they just i mean these the lights are great and uh, the wheels are killer like they've got these off-road wheels that i love and they're awesome so overall i think it's gonna be you know it's a really great package that they've put together and um yeah i can't wait to get the truck out there nice. for sure that's exciting very cool i'm so excited are you gonna be documenting and sharing your journey Yes, absolutely. Okay, so I am doing a video. Um, I'm doing a video review of the truck for Kelly Blue Book. So, and that will that will definitely take place during the rally. Um, nice. And hopefully, there's an opportunity to, to do some more writing. Um, if you have an opportunity to look in the summer issue of the 2020 Overland Journal, I actually did a story on last year's Rebel. And um, you know, there may be an opportunity to write something else somewhere else. So we'll nice. see. But always. 
definitely always, um, always, you know, document my stuff. I'm sure, you know, I always keep a journal um, while I'm, uh, I always keep a journal while I'm there just so I can remember because there's so much that's going on. So yeah, so it's great. Very cool. We have four minutes left before Instagram kicks us off. So we've got to wrap this up, unfortunately. But okay. I, um, I wish you absolutely the best oh on the Rebel next week. Oh, my God. I didn't realize it was coming up this fast. But um, yes. I'm super excited for you. And for everybody who's following and listening to this, make sure you follow this awesome woman and check out her journey and check out all the cool stuff she's up to. It's always something different. Like, Browsing through her timeline is just insanity. It's she's always up to really cool stuff. So, thank well, Bogey, you. I have to. I, I honestly, I have to. I have to throw that back to you too because I love how um, what a champion you are of you know women uh, builders and wrenchers and just women who generally like. Listen, if you like cars, you're an enthusiast. That's you yeah. Know, that's that's it. And I think that it uh, you know. That, that you are a constant, uh, a constant champion of all of that, uh, of all of us. So I, I really oh, appreciate you. it. And I appreciate that. I just know I love growing up. what you're doing too. <laughs> I just, I know I grew up like not seeing anybody else like me, right? And so I just, I, I feel really passionate about making the road a little bit you know, easier for, for the next generation so that they can see all of these incredible, like I'm so fortunate to know all of you amazing women. But so many people in the world don't know that all of these amazing women exist. So, same. So, well, thank you so much. And thank I you. With you. And cheers. And I'm so sorry my cat never came out and said hi. That's all right. That's all right. I'll just Ooh. have to come and visit you so I can meet your cat. Yes. 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 <laughs> After Rebel. And I need After your address Rebel. so I can send you one of these. So, DM me and um, you'll get a little happy hour gift. And. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, everybody out there, for tuning in and hanging out with us for this awesome happy hour. And we've got another fantastic guest next week, so you'll just have to stay tuned to find out who that's going to be. And I uh, wish, wish Lynn luck on Rebel and in the rest of her awesome adventures. And make sure you give her a follow, and we will see you guys next time. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye.